0: Episode 4 of the Founders Edition podcast. This has been a hell of a journey so far on this podcast, and this has been someone I have really wanted to talk to. This is Rory, co founder of University, who founded the company in his first year of university, and in their last round of funding, they raised over £100,000, and he hasn't even graduated yet. So sit back, relax, and get ready for episode 4 of the Founders Edition podcast. And if you haven't, please listen to the first three episodes. Hello, Rory. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Founders Edition podcast. Um it's a pleasure to have you on. We've talked briefly before. Um, but where where are you calling from today?
1: So I'm calling from a small town in Surrey. We are I'm actually in our little office at the back of my garden in a classic startup fashion, you know, starting from the um the parents' shed.
0: That's brilliant. Yeah, very, very uh very startup vibes. Yes. So uh, uh, you, you grew up here. Is this is this where you went to school? Is this the uh, where Rory found his feet?
1: Yes, I've always um, stuck to... Uh, sorry, I've, I've, I recently moved around 10 minutes away from where I grew up. So I've always been in the, the same area, which has been quite nice.
0: Good. And you're also a, a University of Sussex student, right? So you're coming down to Brighton again soon.
1: Yes, I am. So only, only uh, an hour on the train, so it's... Um, Quite close to home.
0: Good. So I'm just going to jump into a bit of your of your background, Rory, if you don't mind. So your your parents, who I assume are just in the house next door to your your little startup. Yes. What did uh What do they do? Are they um Are they entrepreneurs?
1: No, they they aren't. Um, my my dad's a uh, sound recordist. He's he's done quite well for himself. And my mum works for a uh, a doctor. So they they're not entrepreneurial. But my I've got very entrepreneurial roots with my, my brother and my uncle who happens to be our uh, founder and chairman of the business which is what I can go on to later but yeah you know, my brother's he started a business at the same pretty younger than me now and you know my uncle's always had another project on the go that he's uh, he's made quite successful so I've grown up around a quite entrepreneurial family.
0: Is your uncle quite involved in your family?
1: Yeah yeah the um him being part of the the business definitely made us a lot closer, which is it's been really good to you know have have someone you know so well and be able to work with them and you know build a build a business together
0: of course and someone who's got a lot of experience i hope
1: yes he is uh got years lot 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 more experience than i do he's uh he's not Cereal he's an entrepreneur he's, he's a serial entrepreneur that's what yeah. that's what we call him he's a uh, you know he's about to exit his his first business he's he's already built a couple of sports in the same similar sporting space this so yeah he's, he's definitely a serial entrepreneur
0: right well this is probably a good time for every all the listeners to know exactly what your what your company is what university is so i mean you've got longer than a than an elevator pitch time yeah. slot so uh yeah give us give us the lowdown what is university
1: sure so university it originated from say my, my uncle our, our founder he um had an idea about connecting people together through sports. So if you were to like tennis, and someone else was like to squash, you'd be connected on the app, and you'd teach them tennis, and they teach you squash, and you'd have a friend. And that all that stemmed from his first uh, one of his first startups. It was connecting people in the golf industry. So you know, if you go to your golf club and you um, what you don't know many people there, and you want to find someone to play with, you go on the app, you find someone. And you play with them, so that didn't take off because of numerous reasons in, in the golf golf market. But he came to me with an idea, saying, "You know, w- how can we connect people with around the world through sports as the main interest, and you know, allow them to make friends there?" And so, I so we you know we talked for a few months. We uh, went through a number of consultancy companies, and they said to us, "You know, it's a great idea, but you know, it's too big. You're just going to be swallowed out in, in the market." So when you start universities so i thought you know that that's perfect because i i myself i used to play football from the age of 5 until you know a few months before i joined uni and i i got to uni and so much going on you know you've got freshers week you've got meeting new people living in a new place trying to you know find out you know what's what's going on in university with your with studies and everything and sports unless you're a, you know an elite sports person sports doesn't really take the priority and once you've settled in you've you know you've, you've got a group of friends you're going to think oh you know i i'm interested in playing sports now what can i do and then you realize oh i missed fresh this week because i was probably hung over walking around um what was the amex stadium in in brighton for our, our freshest week and you think oh so i've missed the boat there all the rugby team's full they know everyone it's a, it's a tight group the football team's full i don't know if there's any casual football games going on that i can just join. So it's got me thinking about my experiences with university sports so I started to speak to my friends I said you know have you faced these problems as well and everyone I I didn't really get one person said no unless they were you know like a GB level rugby player or or swimmer so that that um, got us thinking there's a real market there's a real need there for this market and then I um, I went to my my friends we've got four co-founders now we're all we're all friends before the business and I said they each cover you know different areas of the business so we've got Tom he's uh covers the product side he was studying at Henley Business School doing entrepreneurship and he was lucky enough to his his uh sole purpose of his degree was to um launch a business and you know and he gets graded on how the business goes so lucky enough I came to him at the last minute and said Look, I've got this business idea let's do it and that really helped us there and then we've got Theo who's doing economics and finance at Southampton he's covers the he's the numbers guy you know he's he's perfect for that and then we've got sam who does the same degree as me which is uh, management and marketing at ui in bristol so they've all graduated now and they were we were the core you know founding team and we so so after you know research validation emailing hundreds of societies and getting probably 20 percent reply rate but you know it's, it's still still pretty good we learned a lot of things about what the societies and the clubs were struggling with and what the students were struggling with so we created our our first initial platform our activity finder where you know you go onto the platform and you say oh what, what sports are going on tomorrow so you go on there and say oh there's um there's tennis taster session tomorrow it's free you know open to anyone why don't I go and try that and then it's if you want to join the basketball club you go on there you look at the basketball club page and you see the information how many members they've got where they've got spaces how much it is so it's basically you know a one-stop shop for university sports and then you know once we'd developed that platform we uh uh managed to um raise uh some investment and managed to grow the team and we had someone a fantastic the god of university sports his name's neil he joined the team and he joined with this idea he said you know what, what you've got is good it's it's um you know, there's definitely a need for it in universities, but what I'm bringing here, he's had a uh, 15 years experience at Head of Sports at Imperial. He's, he was one of the um, founding team of Bucks and he's been a, the president of ENAS, which is the big uh, university sport and activity uh, network around Europe. And he said, you know, there's proven research about linking your physical activity to your academic attainment. So you're proven to perform better in an exam where if you've oxygenated your brain you know half an hour before so instead of something like I was I was guilty of going to the library for 18 hours and you go you leave there thinking I've probably done around two hours of work here you know you set up for an hour you speak to your mates you get snacks and you're already four hours in you think all right let's do a bit of work now and then you do that all over again an hour later so you think I deserve a rest now and that's not the way that's not the most efficient way to do it so he came with a idea we call it U plus it's basically in in the short short story is it's a platform you go on there you it links your timetable to the sports that are available so it's it's kind of an addition to the activity finder the activity finders made the core of the the uh, the platform and u plus is you know creating tailor made um you know tailor made activity courses for you so if you've got a important exam coming up, you can start a brain boosting. A uh, few weeks where you link revision with your sports. So his um, a bit background to why why we're doing this. So his his uh, what he found at Imperial is that he had a number of you know top level GV rowers who uh, all left Imperial with first class degrees, even though they train six hours a day, you know six days a week. And he said what they did was, you know they they start they start their training at five in the morning, they they're on the water for that long, and then. They get back and they do a 40 minutes of intense revision when, you know, their, their brain's oxygenated, it's active. And then they go back to the gym and they go back on the water. And they all came out with first class degrees because they, you know, they were efficient with their time. They didn't spend 18 hours in the library and they all yeah they all came out with first class degrees. So we thought, he said, this is, universities are looking for a platform which shows the students that they care about their graduate opportunities, their academic performance and you know it's 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 less of a nice to have and more of a must-have so you know that's where you know U+ was born and we're we're currently developing that under the um, university brand.
0: Wow there's a lot there that's incredible see this is for, for people listening this is also quite new to me all of this information but uh, just to say if I was still a student you'd still definitely have a have a customer for the U+. that sounds incredible. Um, and I want to get onto to that. Um, uh, but I, I want to I want to start because you kind of going backwards a little bit. You're you're still a student. Right. And you're yep. doing all of this. And you're you've only done two years of university. Right.
1: Yes, that's correct. And I was fortunate enough to um, after well, this university began in my first year of uni. So I was fortunate enough to be able to do my placement year. At, at university and, you know, manage, be able to focus full time on a, my own project while having it as part of my degree. So i been really fortunate to do that.
0: Great. And so so you have university, you have, you said you have four co-founders and they're each individuals who are also just graduated. Um, how much has that helped you pers- like get university off the ground in these two years? I mean, it seems pretty incredible that you have, Someone doing each of their jobs, and maybe if you let us know what your job is as, as well.
1: Yeah, so it's it's been massive, massive for us having such a close knit team. Who we we all, you know, we're, we're we're the best of friends now, and we you know we even if you know sometimes in business you do argue about things, but you never take it personally, and you can always leave that that working day still still mates, even though you've disagreed about something. And it's been it's been amazing to have you know these people so so close knit and be able to you know launch launching a business with your friends is there's nothing there's nothing better than it so it's been really really um important to kind of split up into our own areas so you know like I said Tom Tom focuses on the product side of things and he is you know he's for him to do that it leaves Theo to focus on the finances and Sam to focus on on the sales and myself to um focus on our upcoming in in pre-seed investment round so it, without that, you know, without having our own areas, we'd put all of our time into the product and miss out on the finances and the investment. So yeah, it's, it's really important that we, you know, kind of yes, if we stick to our areas and then the whole business moves forward as one. And it's not just one path going forward to leaving, you know, the investment and the sales behind. So it's, it's, it's really important.
0: And so you obviously started this in your, in your first year of university, which is in, very impressive and my my um, my question is i'm sure loads of students and i'm sure people listening now have gone to university and they've had an idea and they say hey this could be so big and this could be really incredible but they never do it for many reasons and now you've managed to achieve something in 2 years with four or five of you how do you make sure that people kind of stay motivated behind this idea and how do you is there a lot of pulling or do you all pull each other I'm, I'm curious because mm. if, if, a, if a person listening right now has an idea and they really want to get it off the ground, what kind of advice can you, can you kind of give from your experience? Well,
1: as, as, as much as you could be passionate in an idea, there's always going to be times where you question that. But you've got to kind of remember that. You, know, it's, you take small steps to reach you know a, a, a big goal. And every day is a tiny little step. And it's the the way I get, you know, the, the, the team motivated is are, are we, they wouldn't be part of the team if they didn't believe in the idea and they weren't, you know, so passionate about it. It's just as passionate as, as I am. So I think there's less of, you know, trying to keep them motivated more, you know, we all, you know, for the days when we're all working together, we, no one needs to motivate each other because we're all, you know, you know we just buzzing off each other and, and it's, it's just, it's great to, it's great to all work together. So there's less of, needing to motivate them and more there, there is, a, there is a sense of support as well. You know, there's times where you think you re- you have to really question it. And you think, is this really going to go somewhere? And then, you know, you've got someone next to you and they say, you know, like what, what you're thinking about is is it's valid, but it's not, you know, it's not, you're, you're just you know, looking at a negative light and you together, you get through those tough times and then you go, you enjoy the, um you know, the, the, the good times together. So yeah, so it's, less of a motivation more everyone's very passionate about it and you know yeah we we, we bounce off each other
0: great so you have you have you you have your team you have university um and you have your uncle who is it seems like a little bit of a uh, i don't know the light bearer in this Mm -hmm. in this company what's the um What's kind of the is there maybe a bit of a leadership structure with your with your uncle and your and your co-founders or is it all very flat and um, kind of very startup esque?
1: Yeah, so initially he he always told me that you know he wants to you know he wants to build the ship he wants to get us all on the ship and then he wants to push us away to um, a new land. So he we we're currently at the stage now where. the the ship's built and you know we're just you know just leaving the um leaving the docks so initially yeah he was very it was was very important that he because he'd done this before we we'd never done this before we were all you know we were all students at the time so we we didn't know we knew barely anything only knew what we'd learned in our courses and so it was really important that in the early stages of the first year year and a half that he was you know intensely focusing on you know he was he was in charge he was making sure everything's running smoothly and as we progressed he took a step back and he he could observe the business and he knew everything was going on well going well because you know he just you know mentored us for you know over a year and he believed that you know we knew we knew what we were doing now. And now he's yeah he's 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 still he's the chairman. He's he's uh you know he still plays a big part in the business but he can happily sit back and watch us you know build the business and and progress and has it really helped
0: to have someone with a bit of startup experience
1: yeah yeah definitely and i think yeah because he's he's got the contacts he's got he's got you know mentors himself he's um you know he's he's got he's got the contacts in different areas investment and sports and and universities and it's been yeah it's been it's really important that yeah he's, he's he always says to us you know he, he doesn't know everything he's he's still learning as well as' as we learn he's learned so you know we, we're learning together, but it's been really important that he has the prior knowledge, so he knows what to avoid, so he's made mistakes in his previous businesses that he takes to us and says, you know you don't you, you shouldn't make them now like this is what you should do instead so you know from day one, he's been very honest about you know governance and making sure everything's proper, so it doesn't you know bite us in the ass in the you know in the next uh, few years. So that that's been re- that's something he's learned from a previous business that he's he's given us that that knowledge and it's a it's he's allowed us to uh, you know really be independent because you know we've learned a lot from him and we know that he's you know he started a successful business already so it's not like he's you know he knows what he's talking about
0: that seems really important i i'm sure it could be really easy for for uh, you guys as as newly grads to be like this is this is the guy who knows what he's doing and he's going to make all the decisions but having that independence I, I that helps with not only kind of building a really interesting idea but also just boosting everyone's confidence and maybe reducing any form of imposter syndrome that might come yeah. from being a a, 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 a student entrepreneur yeah. as we yeah, all are trying to battle
1: yeah that was something that we you know we really had to um Trying to get over that that imposter syndrome because you know initially I'd be in calls with just me and him and I would feel like I'm just the little little kid, little student who knows nothing, and I was always, always look thought you know that guy's looking at me thinking you know what why is he here? And now as we've as we've grown, I can you know kind of make like make my own you know like be in these calls and actually have have a presence and not think you know I'm I'm still you know I'm still young, still learning, still have a lot, a lot, long way to go before I can get to his level, but I can now sit in, sit in calls and think I actually have something to say here. And it's, it's, it's been, a, it's been a journey originally. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd be cautious to what I would say because I think, you know, that the imposter syndrome that I'm sure a lot of student on Jim face.
0: Yeah. Well, you're doing a really good job, Rory. I, I won't lie. And uh, I, I mean, this, this kind of, this aspect of, um, of students building building their businesses and and obviously this is what you and your co-founders have done at university um and i mean i don't know if you agree but uh, no doubt you've learned more building university than you have at university Mm. um and in fact just uh, the other day i was talking to a a friend of mine who said that their entrepreneurship lecturer at the university we go to had never started their own business and he found yeah. that very weird, um, and so uh, no doubt. I mean, have you learned more at uni- university than you have at university? Uh,
1: yeah,
0: I know we, we get those, we get the words mixed up a lot. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. No, obviously, no disrespect to you know the the university and, and what what you learn there, but I I feel like I have learned more in the first year of, of university than I had in in all of my business studies from GCSEs up until. To up to university level, and the good thing about starting a business while studying is every lecture, every seminar, it brings a new light to it. So I can go into developing you know, leaders, and of course, you know, leading groups and teams, and I can think, you know, I can relate to what we're learning there to what's happening in my business. And initially, the first three months of uni, I was, you know, just kind of coasting along, and then as soon as I, yeah, I got, the, I got the, the, the business going. I could yeah actually learn a lot more and, you know, everything you take another angle at everything you learn. So, and I think that was quite important because if, if I hadn't started the business, I probably would still be coasting along now.
0: That's a really interesting point about the kind of, yeah, external motivation, like why you get, yeah, exactly. The question that probably a lot of people get is why are you doing a degree? And some people just say, well, because, um, mm. but I think having that external motivation is a really, really good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, wow, okay, that was a lot. We've learned a lot about, about university. Um, and maybe I want to get into a bit more of the nitty-gritty. Um, for anyone who's l- listening, who's really interested in how how you've achieved so much um in in two years. So what's the um what's the deal with universities right now? Have you have you got external investment? Are you still kind of bootstrapping your way to a to a product? Where are you in that timeline of of really kind of getting a product to market,
1: yeah. So um, initially we were running off, you know, we were bootstrapping. We, we um, you know, we we got the Santander Elevate Grant. We got some money from um, the Sussex Accelerators, and you know we we had a small pot of cash. And fortunate enough, we were we were able to be funded by by Richard, the um, the, the chairman. And I think that was a big bonus to us because without that, you know, we wouldn't have we wouldn't be here right now because you know, there's the crucial funds to begin development. We none of us are being paid, you know, it's crucial funds to begin development by the domain name, um, which is skyrocketed in value now. <laughs> That's a good investment. But um, yeah, it's, and uh, you know, kind of, he was any, any little odd costs that he, he would be there to, um, to cover it. So we were really fortunate at that. And then April this year, we managed to, uh raise I think it's 103,000 which is uh just before our pre-seed raise it was uh, that was the major boost for us because without that you know we, we wouldn't be going now because you know we've got a team of you know, six full time and five part time so without wow. the investment we, we would you know still be trying to build up you know build it all part time without being paid or anything so yeah that that investment really you know to, it accelerated us because we could all all of us were working full time we were all at things that were getting done in two weeks were getting done in a day and we could actually finally begin you know de- we began development we completed development of our of our first mvp and then we could then we've just began um development of of the u plus platform so that's yeah without without the investment without that you know we, we wouldn't be here right now
0: and so is that would you kind of count that as angel investment or um or is that kind of founder money uh
1: so yeah that initially it was founder money and then the the raise in april was um friends family and ex- external investors so we right. obviously we're fortunate enough to have a have a wide circle of, of people that can you know invest in us and who who believes it who believes in us so we've had you know parents chip in and you know we've had a it's, we had one main external investor who's you know he's you know really taken us to the next level and yeah. it, we, we were it's a lot of fortune. That's that's why we've got. I can't say that you know we're we're not not lucky. We're not fortunate enough to be able to be in the position where we've got people who both believe in us and have the ability to be able to to, to fund us. So yeah, it, it was it was a mix between angels, friends, and and
0: family. And so is that money? I mean, you have quite a big team. Is that money being spent on? I mean, uh, no doubt you're going to have a lot of salaries to pay at some point yes. in the future. Is that being is that being paid to your to your workers or is that is that kind of building your product um
1: so yeah fortunately enough we have we have a good deal with our, our the people who make our who are building the u plus product so we don't have to cover the you know, development costs of of a of three developers mm-hmm. which can get quite pricey and then we've got yeah we do have salaries to pay and that's you know the number one cost of the business it is salaries as it is with with most businesses and but without that we'd still be you know working part time and doing jobs none of us want to do and because we were all when we were doing part time jobs we were all you know desperate to work on this full time because you know, this is something we we love and we enjoy doing it's it's work you enjoy there's nothing better than than work you enjoy so that is the number one cost is is salary so we can you know as small as they are because it's it's the minimum you can actually live off but uh yeah it's it's yeah that's that's that is our number
0: one cost and so i I mean I guess that kind of answers one of my next questions, which is after uni is it corporate job or is this is university the way mm, well obviously if we if we
1: do raise our, our next round the the sky's the limit really, and we this is something that i'll I'll continue with for as long as we can so but that, it all all depends on you know the next few months, and you can never really. As much as you want to plan for the future you you can never can with starting your own business because you know it could all crumble down in a month or it could all you know skyrocket so you never really know but you know the goal of ours is to you know all, all after uni, need what move into an office or work full time grow the team and you know make make it a successful business
0: and so if anyone wants to use university or or u plus is that going is, to, is, are you able, able to use it now or is it coming soon in the future? So, so we're, as Uplus has never been done
1: before, we are conducting a lot, of, a lot of research with universities around the UK. Great. So while we build the, so the plat, the platform is currently in, in development while we do the research. So, you know, you build the core f- functions to it and then you add to things that we learn from, from our research. And initially, like the, the, for the we had overwhelmingly positive feedback from the initial um research which is really good and you know all the 99% of the students have said this is something that we'd we'd love to use and you know there's, there's, there's definitely a need for it so it's not available yet we're hoping for you know to launch a, for a pilot in September this year and then hopefully it will be you know that will go successful and then you know we take take advantage of the snowball effect that's in Universities, you know, if, if one one university has it, they all talk and they say, you know, what you're using, for, what you're using, what's what's this U plus, and then they they can basically sell it itself. So that's what that's what we're hoping for. But it, w- it won't be a um, there won't be anything on the app store saying yeah. university app or you know U plus. It's all completely white labeled to the university. So right. it will be. So say for Sussex, if we got into Sussex, it would be the Sussex U plus or Sussex Sports app. So. It, we, 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 we want to make the universities the heroes. We, we don't want to be the household name. We just want to be there in the settings. You know, it says powered by university or powered by you know, U plus technology.
0: So, okay, so and I guess you can definitely ignore this question if it's getting too far into the business. But you'll make your money through licensing subscriptions yeah. from universities.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's it. it there, there won't be a cost to the to the user. They will just yeah. be there. You know, yes, yeah, sold to the university. That's great.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's re- I think that's really important, and, and no doubt you want to make yourself a, a perhaps a, a name on campus, so so people know that they want to join into that university and, and of course U plus. Well, yes. we're coming to the end of the podcast, and you know what, Rory, I've I've been I've been thinking whilst we've been sitting here that you are a perfect candidate for someone who can that new university students can really look up to as to someone who is kind of done it all during university i mean for a lot of us who who are trying to build companies it's kind of happened in the final year and you and you kind of you've done your whole time at university you've had your fun and you're like okay well i've got an idea and i actually want to make it into reality at the end but you've done it the opposite way you've gone in and you've and you've just decided to smash it and now you've got these parallels of, of of entrepreneurship and university running um and i guess it's a big question but what is there any advice? Is there anything you wanna you wanna give to those students who no doubt have an idea in their first or second year of uni, that want to make it into reality but just don't know how?
1: Yeah, I think what if I would ask, if I could look back and talk to my past self, I'd say you know, speak to as many people as possible. You know, no matter how you know if they're just starting off or they're successful, you know, just just speak to them and learn from them because everyone you speak to will have one mistake that they made that they'll be able to teach you and you'll be able to limit the number of mistakes you've made. So you know, getting a good circle around you of mentors and advisors is, is so important because, and also it's building a team and finding that, that co-founder because as much as you think you can do it on your own, the, the, the burnout levels of, of solo founders compared to teams, it's it's, it's just crazy. And I think, Having that team around me, it really enabled us to, you know, like I said earlier, motivate each other. And if I was on my own, you know, I think I would str- I would struggle a lot. Yeah, so it's, it's finding mentors, you know, taking advice from as many people as possible and uh, yeah, finding a great team.
0: All right, well, you know what? Actually, as you've been talking, I've had one more question that whoever's listening to this last bit can get this bit of value. Um, so you you have a you have a business and everyone's doing their own role but you don't necessarily have like a CEO or a COO Um, is is that is that by design yeah we don't well
1: as much as this this take comes back to the imposter syndrome calling myself a CEO calling you know Theo a CFO it's they're just titles We, we don't have the experience to be able to really call ourselves that and whether it look, it's, it's good to d- define your roles, but uh, it's not as necessary to, you know, initially we said, oh, these are our roles. So I'll, I'll be the CEO. Theo's going to be the CFO. Sam will be the CMO. And then we thought, let's just go as co-founders. So it, there's no hierarchy between us. We're all, you know, no one has, no one's the key decision maker. We all work together and make, and make, and make decisions. And there was, we didn't feel the need, as long as we had, you know, we knew our area. So, We can call ourselves, you know, head of operations, head of product. And that's because we are are the head of this area, but we're not at a level where we can call ourselves.
0: We don't necessarily need a a C-suite. Well, we can leave it there. Thank you so much, Rory, for coming on today. It's been a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. And there we have it. That was episode four of the Founders Edition podcast with Rory from University. Thank you so much for listening. And please follow on Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure to listen to the first three episodes, because next week we'll see you back here for episode five. Thank you.